Abdallah filling in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Usually you hear us weeknight, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000, live and local today. Greeny's out. Blucky Abdallah in yesterday here on the station. We celebrated that we're the new home of the Chicago Bears. That's right. You'll hear every Bears game right here on ESPN 1000. Joniak there. You'll hear the play-by-play right here on ESPN 1000 and also the ESPN Chicago app. So we can't wait for football season. It's going to be fantastic. We'll have all kinds of Bears-dedicated programming around Bears football on Sundays or Mondays or Thursdays or whenever the Chicago Bears will play. You'll hear it right here on ESPN 1000. Yesterday, Cap and Jay Hood, they were down at the NFL Combine. They had a chance to talk with Ryan Poles. And Ryan Poles joined the show and talked to the guys about evaluating uh, the, the class of rookies from last year and kind of setting it up for a three-year um, situation where you develop talent. Here's Ryan Poles, uh, GM for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I think every team's situation is a little bit unique um, from where they're kind of taken off from so that one's hard to answer i know you know in a three-year period you want to see especially that first draft class that three-year period is really you know when you see what you got um so within that is is what we're looking for but you want to get this thing started as fast as possible the key is not doing things that will hurt you long term in the short term um that can derail everything just because you're you're short short-sighted with it so we're going to stay disciplined and, and try to do things the right way but i usually like to look at that rookie class and that first three-year period to see if it's hitting the right way and, and it takes part of the core of, of your team so there's ryan poles yesterday with cap and jay hood check out the full interview on the espn chicago app i'd say this abdallah as i was listening to poles talk to the guys and and we've Listen to polls now for over a year, talk to the media, talk to, to shows on the station. I like what he says. I think what he says makes sense, and I like the approach. But as he says these things, I continue to just have in the back of my head, like, yeah, this is the easy part. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not trying to throw shade towards Ryan Poles, but the easiest thing in sports is to tear down someone else's mistakes and to tank and and open up a situation where winning is not expected like that is the absolute easiest job in all of sports the teardown process the demo situation of the rebuild right and i i think what i continue to hear from ryan pole is like it all sounds fantastic but really how long and how much time are Bears fans willing to allow the new GM to set the foundation, to say that we're going to do this the right way, to say we got to have uh, the pieces in place, we got to look at the draft class, we got to let it settle before we actually try to compete to win. And I'm not making this a point of saying uh, I disagree with the concept because they have to win now. That's not what I'm saying. I just, when I continue to listen to Ryan Poles, I think to myself, like, yeah, this is the easy part. At some point, you're going to need to win. And that's when we'll have discussions and opinions and we'll critique whether or not the moves he makes are the right moves. But, like, at the moment, this is the easiest part in all of sports is the – because, like, what, what we basically heard from Ryan Poles yesterday on Cap and Jay Hood 
is that without saying it, he said it. They tanked last season. Mm Mm-hmm. Because when asking about the depth or star players, all the different things, or, or spending in free agency, his responses were, were basically, we took a path where the team was less talented based on decisions we made, and the end result is we tanked. We got the number one pick. Okay, that's a great plan. Now is when the like real work goes into uh, action and you need to get results because as we've discussed, the NFL is all about hitting the bottom of the pool and jumping right back up teams in last place, win their division each and every season that happens every year in the NFL. And there are no five year rebuilds. So I'm, I'm asking you like how long should bears fans expect this team to, to not try to win right where winning is not expected. Because I think at some point in this next season, we're all going to look around and say they got to start winning some ball games. Yeah, I expect them to win this year. I mean, I'm not, I'm not of the waiting three years stuff. This is year three of Justin Fields. This is when you're expected to win. Like you have the, you have the tools, right? You have all of the tools, and you have the inst- the instruction manual in front of you. You just have to put together the, the – you have to use the little Allen wrench and put together the stupid little Ikea thing that's going to take you five hours to complete, right? Well, well I hope the uh, the pieces being put into this house are not Ikea furniture. I I'm, know, right? I'm yeah. hoping that yeah. we're, we're getting some top-level stuff. The Ikea stuff was for when we were in college. Yeah. I hope that's not the case with the Bears <laughs> franchise. I mean – It'd be great if, if Paul shows up to the draft with an Allen wrench and he's like, I'm doing this. Um, let's get to work. So I, I the t- you have all the tools though, right? You have Justin Fields, who they believe in, and and we believe in, and I think can take that next step when you add weapons around him. You have the number one pick in the draft. Whether you use it or you trade back to two or four or trade back again to nine, you are getting what could you, you are getting at least what we hope is a top ten pick in the draft, if not more than just that in the first round or second round. You should have a chance to pick up at least five to six instant impact players in this draft. And this isn't like uh, any more in the NFL where players need time to come out. You see these wide receivers come out and they make an instant impact on their team. You can have a chance, you, whether it's Quentin Johnston, whether it's, uh, say, Flowers, whatever, whoever it is. You, you can have, have a, a team that, Jordan Addison, you can have a wide receiver that makes an instant impact on your team. You have two decent offensive linemen that are young, that you could add to and build this offensive line and play very well, right? We saw, we saw them play well when they were fully healthy last year. You have no defensive line, I get that, but that comes with the draft and that comes with free agency. Speaking of free agency, you have $100 million to spend. You have the most money by like $40 million of anybody in the NFL. You have the money to spend, okay? Your secondary is pretty decent. You've got some players that you might need to extend. You have all the tools. You have all the, whatever analogy you want to make. You've got all the ingredients. You've got all the nails. You've Cooking, got all the tools. Building. You Whatever whatever analogy you, you've got all the Legos. Whatever analogy you Children want. Sure. Whatever, with Legos? What, what, what do you want? You got a NASCAR one in there? Whatever. You've got the, 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 the pit the crew is assembled. Yeah, the pit crew is ready. you got all those cool little things that they use for tightening bolts and screws and stuff Shane Rowling, do you have an analogy you for us? Analogy? You got something for us? An analogy for this Bears team? You got something? Dead team walking. Oh, oh come on, right, on here. Right. Jake no, Cantu, you got here. something for us? Jake Cantu, how about here. an analogy? Add to the pile. Dead producer walking. Dead, 
I listen. I listen to Captain Jay Hood. Shay is on our side with this. You have all the tools available, and and not only that, but if you look Dead at the team walking, the last time you built, <laughs> no, I, like, I, I mean, you ask me for an analogy, you know what you're going to get. But yeah, Adam is right. I think you can get it done. Sure, much quick. Not. Everybody, I say it like, oh, we can win nine games maybe if we do the right things. And then Cap's like, Shay thinks they can go to the Super Bowl. I've no. never said that. Dude, that's how he, that's how he is. Shay like, thinks they'll win the World Cup. I'm also on Chris's <laughs> side when he talks about uh, don't take an offensive lineman, take a wide receiver if it comes down to between the two positions. Because we've seen that work out a yep. whole lot more often than we've seen the revolutionary left tackle. Like the, the Colts fixed their offensive line with Quentin Nelson. Where'd and get all it got them was murdered in the AFC championship game. Yeah. So my point is like you and also like here's the thing though like look back I don't know how the analogy is going to work for this one but look back to last season we talked about it where there were five or six games that were one score games like yes the Eagles went to the Super Bowl you were in a one score game with them you had the ball literally ripped out of your hands against the Vikings you were a butt cheek away from from uh, beating was it the Commanders in that game yeah uh, from beating the Commanders well Thursday like, night football for like you. you had the opportunities to do it you just didn't do it you you made a nice shelf but like it, it fell off the wall like you made like you so you could do this like you could turn those close losses into close wins the the rest of is there the blueprint is there whatever analogy you want to use is there you can do it are they going to go to the super bowl next year absolutely not are they going to make the playoffs next year probably not but i expect them to be in the hunt until the end of the season i expect them to be like the lions were this year where okay you got a bunch of good pieces you have the quarterback everything's kind of coming together you're maybe a game away from making the playoffs but watch out next year because this team's going to add another they've got three first watch this the bears have three first round picks next year that's scary like that is scary that's what i expect people to be saying next year I think it's easy to point to Philly, and I think the comparison between Fields and Hurts, I think that's good. Unfortunately, like moving that comparison along, the Bears roster is nowhere where nowhere near where the Eagles roster was when Hurts got the starting gig. Mm-hmm. So they, they were already farther ahead in the process. But that's why I continue to point back to Jacksonville. You know, Jacksonville was a bottom feeder who made the playoffs last year who spent a lot of money in the offseason and developed their talent with a young quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is the better player than Justin Fields. I'll give that uh, nod to to the course, yeah. to Jacksonville. But I, I think when you compare the two teams, like why can't you spend the money and develop the talent and sneak into the playoffs? Like the hope should be you're competing for the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're getting in. The hope isn't getting to the second round, but I do think as a Bears fan, you should hope that Ryan Poles has enough assets for this offseason to improve the team enough that you're competing to get into the playoffs. I think that's certainly possible. Like week 16, week 17, I want, I've said it before, I want Kornacki on Sunday Night Football being like, well, if the Lions lose this game and the Bears win this game and then you've got uh, a tiebreaker here with uh, with this team over here and you've got the this team over, like, I want that scenario. I want to be explaining playoff scenarios to people with the Bears. That's my hope. I think that they can get there too if they, and I don't, like, 
say what you want about building stuff the right way. I still I don't have a definition for what that means. I know Cap says a lot. I know that Ryan pa- Ryan Pulse said it a ton yesterday. You have to build it the right way. That probably means building the offensive line and defensive line and just go get good players, man. Just go get good players and like whatever. Like I, it, building it the right way doesn't matter to me if you're winning games. Like if you're if you're winning games, then you've built it the right way. Right. Like that's to me, that's just like an analogy that people throw out there. And to go full circle on this segment, like when I continue to hear that, I think to myself each and every time, it's easy to say now. Yeah. You're not trying to win now. Yeah. And saying that you're working on your foundation, you're you're assembling the pieces, uh, you know, when when you're basically telling the fan base that you tanked last season because of the talent that you acquired Mm -hmm. and you're intentionally not trying to win games. That's easy. Yeah, that's the easy part. The hard part now is assembling those pieces and spending the money on players that contribute to winning. That's the that's what we're now focused on going forward. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Black and Abdallah filling in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Now, let me ask you this question. Ask away. Uh, yesterday, when I was on the train, mm-hmm. I missed my stop. <laughs> Have you ever done that? All the time. <laughs> now, but it's not that far for me. Yeah, the, the benefit to me is that uh, where I was exit- exiting the train, uh, it was down here in the loop. So the next station is only like two blocks away. Oh, so it was on your way distance. to work. So on my way to work. Not your way. Yesterday, we were on early. Yes. I feel like yesterday, it was just all thrown off. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. the whole thing was just, uh, it was a fun day yeah. to celebrate. But we were on at 9 a.m., which is different than the 10 a.m. that we started mm-hmm. today. The schedule's with, all off. Which is also different than the 6 p.m. that we're on uh, most weeknights, right? And, and so yesterday... I'm sitting there on the train and I'm uh, I'm reading something and I'm listening to to Cap and Jay Hood and you guys were having a, a yesterday Shay you guys are having a great conversation about football and you're at the combine I'm listening and I look up you ever do this because like I was sitting and there were people standing right it's the morning it's rush hour yeah you get all the standing people sardined and you won't give your seat up for an old lady. Well, I didn't see an old lady, but okay. yeah, if there's if there's a an old lady, sure, why not? Uh, but I, I was I was sitting there. It was because yeah. we were also earlier, so we were like pre rush hour yesterday. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It, it was like before seven a.m. So there were seats available in that situation. And I'm sitting there reading on my phone, and I just casually look up. And it, this is after the doors have been opened. They're like mm-hmm. a stale yellow. Yeah. You know, when you're driving and the, yeah. the, the uh, signals and you got the le- yellow there and it's there for a while and you know, I should probably break. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can get it. Right. And you, you gun it and you, you try tried to, make to get it out through. of the train and didn't make it. So, oh, so everyone laughed. So I'm sitting there and I casually look up and through the window mm-hmm. on the other side of the station, I see the stop. 
And in my head, I go, oh, I get off at that stop. <laughs> and I go, oh, oh. And then I, I try and, like, run. And there's a dude standing in the doorway uh, horizontally, right? Mm-hmm. Not vertical. Like, he, he's standing where he's blocking basically yeah, the entire the doorway. The whole door, yeah, yeah. And I go, ah! And I try to go r- left. Yeah. He goes left. And you go, oh, no. I go right. No. He screwed. goes right. You're screwed. And I just go, <sighs> you're screwed. He go. He just looks at me. He has headphones and he had no idea what was going on. Well, I think he, he. I think he thought I was trying to mug. Well, him. he's standing in the way the door moved, dummy. And uh, but uh, it was my fault. I waited to the very last second to yeah. try and escape the train. Yeah. And uh, you know, I go to the next. It's only two blocks away. Not a big deal. No. It's just. Uh, have you ever done that? You're on the yeah, train see, and you go straight past your stop and you're like oh no usually it's because i'm, I'm buried in my phone right like and if I, i'll sometimes miss it on the way back home and that's a little bit farther walk uh but on my way here if i miss it then in my head i have to justify missing it by like going to target because the next stop from because we get off uh, like Lake Street's right here, sure. the Red Line stop is yeah. right. Like literally, I'm looking at it right in front. Yeah, it's right. And the here. next stop is right in front of the Target, and so in my head, I'm like, "Oh crap, I missed my spot." Well, I need something from Target, so that's probably a good thing. Like I'm trying to justify my. Uh, I'm some, out of deodorant. Yeah, so, deodorant and some hooks to hang a picture. Yeah, and, and yeah. some toilet paper. I'll just go I to Target real quick, and then I'll go to work. Because <laughs> like we don't have like a hard time to be here, right? Like as long as we're here before the show. Like, it's fine, right? Like, like, there's no set, like, you need to be here one hour before the show starts. You need to be here 90 minutes before the show starts, right? So I'll go to Target. But on my way, if I miss it on my way back home, it's, like, five blocks from my house. Like, it's the the next stop is pretty far. When you're on the north side, it's a distance to get to the next spot. There's a couple liquor stores that I could go to and be like, I'll get some beer. Like, I'll pick up a six-pack or something like that where I can justify. But most of the time, it's just a sad walk home. And, like, I'll text me and be like... I'm going to be like 10 more minutes. Uh, you need anything from Target or the store? Because I'm going to pass them all if you need something because I'm a dummy and I was reading Twitter or something like that. Or I or like I'll like I'll start to doze off a little bit and wake up and be like, oh, no, <laughs> son of a no, man, this is dumb. And then I got to walk. And the word, like, if it's in the rain, I've done that before, and it's just like this sad Charlie Brown walk back home. Now, I would imagine for those who live in the suburbs who are listening to the show, if you're a metro commuter... Oh, I've done that before. ...and you miss your spot, it's not just two blocks. That's the next town. Yeah. Uh, that, that's got to be a tough way to go, because also, you know, say you really miss your spot on the CTA. You technically would only have to wait, I'm guessing... 10 to 15 minutes at most at most to wait for another train to head back the other way that yeah. you could then uh, backtrack. We're on a Metra, you know, especially at night, the Metra trains are what, like sometimes once or twice an hour. Mm-hmm. And you're just standing there on the platform waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Next oh, yeah. town over. Oh yeah. Well, and the thing is, so when I, I used to commute back and forth to school, uh, my freshman year and the Metra, I would definitely fall asleep on the Metra and I would get home, and this is before Uber. So, like, I guess you could technically just Uber back to your 
town and you want to your... spend that much money well this is before uber and i was also living at home so it was a sad call to mom, hey, mom to be like hey mom, will you pick me up so i'm in the wrong town mom. i'm in gray's lake uh <laughs> could you come get me the next train isn't for 90 minutes mom i missed my stop. and she's like yeah yeah i'll come get you <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right. Why couldn't you do what uh, people did in the good old days? Just walk? No, hitchhike. Not hitchhiking. Get on the side of the street, put your thumb up, and just wait for someone to come no. driving up. No. I guess I could have taken a cab, but then like you have to wait for a cab to show up. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm not doing It's the middle of the day. It's like You'd 10 have o'clock to call a yeah. cab company and have them send a cab out. That's, that's, that's then, then, like, that's even a thing that I don't know if people do anymore. You can't call a cab. Yeah, you can. No, no, you can. You can but, absolutely but call people a cab. Don't. That's more reliable sometimes but, than yeah, the but Ubers. Pe- but people don't do that. Yeah, some people do. Some people, older people do. I feel like, like. you can uh, you can order ahead an Uber for like an airport. Yeah, pickup, yeah, I've done that before. But sometimes the call to the the cab company is yeah, actually you schedule it a more reliable service. I've do, done the Uber scheduling for the night, like the day, the next day for an airport. Yeah, I've, I've been had, like I've done yeah. that. I've also had it canceled two minutes yep. before it's supposed to pick oh, you up. Oh, you want to know what happened the other day? Okay, so. <laughs> Check this out. My mom is in town, right, to visit uh, the grandbaby. Uh, and she has to get an Uber with my stepdad to go back to their hotel. Yeah. Okay? They're staying down here, and we live up on the north side. Sure. No, I don't have enough room to to house them while they stay. I have a one-bedroom apartment, technically two-bedroom, but the other bedroom's a nursery now. So don't come at me for not letting my mom stay with me. Why would people come at you? Because I heard that it was a thing on Waddle and Sylvie last week. Or was it uh, Was it on Cap and J. Hood? I think it was on Waddle and Sylvie. It was Waddle and Sylvie. Waddle and Sylvie, yeah. Yeah, would you let your mother-in-law stay with you? Of course. And of course I would, but of I don't course. have the room. So of she stays she in a would. hotel. Yeah, okay. Of course. Yeah. So my point is this. She has a service animal. Okay, she's a diabetic. Pig? No, it's a dog. She's oh. a very, it's a very small dog. Why did you she's, say a dog? She's a dog. She's a service dog. Okay, she's a service dog. It's a service hamster. It's a service uh, guinea pig. <laughs> and when her blood sugar gets too high, oh, the yeah, dog, it's one of those. The dog barks sure. and alerts her. Yeah. So she can. And it's it's much actually a ton more reliable than like a, a monitor, right? Yeah, it's because dogs are the best. So she ordered an Uber. Orders an Uber. The Uber pulls up, stops. Sees that she has a dog. And, like, this isn't, like, a big dog. This is a small yeah. lap dog. Like, it's some form of shih tzu, whatever. Like, it's a... I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's um, small. It's a kaka shih tzu something, right? It's small. And, yeah, it's small. It's a lap dog. And this dog... This Uber driver stops in front of her, looks at the dog. She can see him. Cancel the ride and keep on driving. Like, what are, what are you doing? This is an older woman here. Like, this is an elderly woman, and my stepfather... What are you doing? Don't call your mom an elderly woman. She's a grandmother. And she... And listen, she'll tell you first, she, she doesn't want to have to walk places, and you cancel the Uber just because of a lap dog. This isn't like a dog that's going to get hair all over the place. This is a small animal that is is very respectful. And you just cancel the Uber in front? That's insane. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that that sucks. They waited like they had to wait like an extra twenty minutes for an Uber to show up. Yeah, that's because it was tough. like a Saturday afternoon. Right, it's busy. Ugh. you people. can't report them, right? Can like she, 
Once oh, it, she did? Did, did. Yeah. Can you get still you get the information? Say, yeah. Well, like she. Yeah, because she did like a like why they cancel. Like she did like a thing like on Uber. You can now for her profile. Can she add that she has a service animal? So you can. She could do an Uber pet, but because it's a service animal, you don't. By law, you don't have to. Because, like, Uber Pet will usually charge a little more because, right. like, of a cleaning fee. Sure. But because it's a service animal. Oh, yeah. It gets around that. You don't have to do that. Oh, yeah. Just, like, it's service. Like, you don't have to, like, you don't have to buy an extra plane ticket for a service animal. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, My golden doodle, Gus. Yeah. He is a service dog. <laughs> uh, because when you're renting in Chicago, legally, okay. you can't charge more for pet fees. Yep. If the animal is a service animal. So... Gus is a service animal. Yeah, right. Well, this yes. <laughs> so that's a that's a tip to anyone renting, and, yeah. and if your uh, your landlord is trying to charge you more because you have an animal, uh, make sure it's a service animal and they can't do it. Yeah, and in the Twitch chat, uh, Joe Kaluta saying, "I'd cancel that ride. I don't want no smelly dog in my car." Uh, well, well, those it, are fighting words. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's not a smelly dog. It's like a little like whatever. Okay. White little say 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 that's the case. Or say, because I see in the Twitch chat also, what if he has allergies? What if the driver has allergies? It's a hypoallergenic dog. Uh, is it possible that there's a better way to handle it? Instead yes. of pulling up and just hitting cancel and driving you off. Pull up, you, you, you pull, pull the up, down. roll down the window yeah. and say, hey, ma'am, I can't. I'm, aller- I'm sorry. I'm allergic to dogs. Do I can't do it. Absolutely. <laughs> but the, just driving off. Is Seize dark. him cancel. <laughs> Seize him push the button on the phone to cancel the ride and then pull away. Peels out. Yeah. Ridiculous. Black and Abdallah are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2. The ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. So I was just telling you the story. Black and Abdallah, we're filling in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000. Just telling you the story about how yesterday I'm sitting on the blue line. Totally missed my stop. Totally missed it. Waited to the last second. The doors were like it was a stale yellow light. I knew I didn't have enough time to get out. I tried tried to make it. Uh, It was like (laughs) the, the scene in Indiana Jones. Right, like where the the wall is coming down, Mm-mm-mm. but he makes it, and then he reaches back and grabs the hat. Yeah, in this scenario, and your this, leg I, got caught. This, no, the, in this <laughs> scenario, I just hit the wall and fell down, and just didn't make it. And then the spears came out from the sides, and that was the end of me. Uh, but <laughs> we were talking about uh, stories about missing uh, your train, your stomp, and whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Shane and Jake are, are producing today's show. Have either of you guys experienced this? You guys are both city people taking the CTA. City folk. I take the bus. The thing that bothers me, there's every once in a while, yeah. <laughs> I'll hit the, I'll pull the thing to get yeah. the stop by my house, and the guy will just go right by it. <laughs> just just go to the next stop Don't that's like more, con- more convenient. No shot. I, it's crazy. Then it's like an extra. No, it's not a, a here, block. Here's That's a block. Yeah, it's a block away. No, dude. But I take the bus because the bus will drop me off right at the end of my block, rather than the train. I got to walk twenty minutes. No, that that's fair. That's the, to each his own. And I might be a, a bougie person for saying this, but I 
I will not bus unless it's oh, absolutely necessary. Because the train is so much cleaner. It's, just, it's not yeah. about different worlds, man. It's not about cleanliness, dude. It's about taking 45 minutes to get to work versus 15. Like, I don't need you to stop every damn block. And I'll be well, honest. See, in the morning, they don't stop every stop. Okay. I'm well. s- I was scared when I first started taking the bus to pull the, <laughs> the string because I didn't. I got yelled at by the bus driver one time because I was like, hey, I'm getting off here. I went straight to the bus driver <laughs> before the stop. Hey! Why are you doing that? Can you stop? I didn't know. This was, this was when I first moved up here five years ago. Sir, and can you stop? I thought the – because the signage is not good in there. To be fair, the signage is not good because it says emergency whatever. Oh, and I thought – I thought good. If, you pull the, if you pull the string or whatever or push the button, <laughs> it's for emergencies only. Jake's first time on the bus. So, he, has to, so, he has to ride to the end of the line the guy who's he's too scared to get off. Guy who's worried about emergencies only is yeah. tapping the driver yeah. on the shoulder. He's pulling the, the shirt sleeve <laughs> of the me, driver. Sir? sir, can you stop? Sir, I need to get off at uh, this street. Uh, do you stop there? And can you please remember to? Because I don't trust these strings that you have. No, they don't teach you that in high school. What am I supposed to do? What do you mean they don't teach you that in high school? The signage was wrong. They need a transit just, class in high schools around the country. Sense. I mean, that's that's incredible. It's better oh than teaching God. me how to balance a checkbook. <laughs> I remember I mean, that class and being like, this is stupid. I I'm mean, going to be reckless That's incredible. Money. So, <laughs> so the, here, here's what I thought of with this. I've told you the story. I don't think I've told this on air. Do you remember the story that uh, one of our friends back in the day when we were in college, uh, this is a true story. We were at a party, a DePaul party on the north side. And it was late. Yes. And we took the, the red line train from uh, Lincoln Park back to the loop. We were living uh, in the dorms at Columbia in the South Loop. Mm-hmm. He decided to stay at a party a little bit later than we did. You weren't with us, but yeah. me and a couple other guys, the night was over. Don't chase the night. We're going back. End of story, right? Mm-hmm. So we get back to the dorm. No big deal. Uh, this individual is on the train and falls asleep from Lincoln Park mm. and wakes up at 95th. Oh, Kenley. At like 3 in the morning. Yeah. So then what do you do? You say, okay, well, I got to get on the train going north. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll just get off in the, the south loop and it'll be no big deal. So he gets back on, gets on the train, and what happens? Falls back asleep. Yep. And then proceeds to ride the red line all the way up to Howard. Oh, my God. Right? That's the last stop on the red line going yep. north. Mm-hmm. Wakes up and realizes he missed his stop again. Again, before Ubers, you couldn't yeah, just yeah. be this like. Is, this is early. Uh, this is like mid 2000s. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, I'll just get an Uber from Howard and go home. Really late. Saturday night into yeah. Sunday. Oh, yeah. Hammered. At this point, it's Saturday. It's, it's Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday morning. Because, like, think about it. You leave a party at 2 a.m., you take a trip all the way down the red line going south. That's going to take, what, 40 minutes? Yeah. 45 minutes, an hour? Mm-hmm. To then take it all the way back. Now we're talking, like, 4.30 in the morning. Uh, and he finally uh, proceeded to hit his stop, uh, the third attempt, and not falling asleep. Uh, fun fact, as he was going from 95th to Howard on that pleasant ride while he was uh, asleep, uh, someone took a, someone cut his wallet out of his jeans oh, yeah. while he was asleep. So yeah. when he woke up, he had a hole in his wallet, in, uh, in his pants, in his pants, and his wallet was missing, mm-hmm. and he woke up, 
and he had no no more money, no nothing nothing else. And he arrived back at the dorms and couldn't get in because he no longer had his ID. Apparently, that's a move too because I know someone that told me the same story that their friend fell asleep. Uh, actually, their husband fell asleep on the uh, on the red line too, and he was wearing like cargo shorts. Yeah, and they cut. The like the pockets out in the cargo shorts and stole everything in his pockets. He had his wallet in his cargo shorts and they stole everything. Probably what you get from wearing cargo shorts. Um, but yeah, like that's dude. How do you fall asleep <laughs> twice? Like, don't you do everything? Plus, also, if you're going back to Columbia, yeah, it's a few stops, but it's not that many stops from no, 95th. from Lincoln Park. Well, no, but from 95th on the way back. Oh, I mean, that's that's quite a few stops. But it, you need to stay at that's that. At point, least you, like 25 minutes. But I you would need imagine. to stay awake. At that point, you would think you're like, no, I'm doing you're smacking yourself. You're doing whatever. You're like, no, awake. You, you fall right back asleep. And, you know, like at, at, at that time of night, there's probably very few people on the train. Yep. Right. It, it, I just when I when I thought of uh, the story about missing stops, I thought that was funny. Uh, last night, the uh, Bulls beat the Pistons. Bulls beat the Pistons 117 to 115. The Bulls are now 29 and 34, 11th in the Eastern Conference. The Bulls host the Phoenix Suns on Friday. Uh, Kevin Durant debuted for the Suns last night, played pretty well, 23 points. The Suns are not clear on if there will be a minutes restriction or if Durant will play in the game against the Bulls, but the Suns are a pretty good team. Fourth in the Western Conference. The Bulls are still chasing those ahead of them in the standings to try and make the playing games. When, when you look at the game last night, Zach Levine was really good, and especially late. The Bulls had a big lead, and the Pistons came back with an opportunity to either tie or win the game, mm-hmm. and then a, a boneheaded mistake by Ivy calling the timeout. No more timeouts left from the Pistons. Technical foul seals the game. Bulls win. Yeah, and I think that also you saw... You saw some of the frustration of this Bulls team yesterday uh, that they usually show when they've done this before. Like, this is a team that, yeah, cool. After you got, uh, after after the trade deadline and you didn't do anything else, you lost a, a bunch of games. Then they had the, uh, the, the uh, All-Star break, and they went into the All-Star break on a losing streak. They come out of the, the All-Star break. They get Patrick Beverly, and you win two games. And you're like, oh, my God, okay, great. The Bulls are back. We figured this out. And then... Yesterday, you do win, but you did blow another big lead, and you could see the the frustration on the team's faces where, once again, this team is blowing leads, and this time to the worst team in the East. Like The the Pistons only have, as of yesterday, 15 wins. And so you, there's that's not a game you can you can lose if you're trying to make the play. And they're a game out of the play-in tournament behind the Washington Wizards. And you know the Suns are a different animal. They're fourth in the Western Conference, but it just seemed like they got they got lucky yesterday, right? They got lucky. That, I don't know if the Pistons were going to be able to make a shot or not. The Bulls have been the best defensive team in the NBA uh, since January first, so maybe they they play lockdown defense. You know, they they shut the Pistons out in that last you know whatever it was six seconds that were left in the game. They don't shoot uh, shoot a three to get the game winner or or score two to, to tie the game up, and you win that game anyway. But they kind of got lucky and bailed out that you that uh, Ivy called a timeout without having a timeout left. You ha- you get the um, the technical foul, you shoot, and then you get the ball back. They have to foul, and that that's the end of the game. Um, but yesterday, you just saw the bench. And you saw Patrick Beverly kind of trying to rile the troops up and everything. And like a couple of those faces were like, dude, stop. 
Like, we don't care. Well, there, there was a basket late where there was no help defense, and Jaden Ivey got all the way to the basket, and then the, the television got – the cameras caught Pat Bev, like, barking at the other defenders, mm-hmm. and it was like, I don't think they're hearing you. Like, nope. I, I get that you're, you're the uh, new team leader. Uh, you're going to make a lot of noise. You're going to play the defense. Uh, hey, guys, this is how it's supposed to be done. But, like, I don't think it really matters. I mean, Vooch slow in rotation on defense, not a surprise. Patrick Williams face guarding his guy in the corner where he has no concept that he should have a foot close to the lane to, to help deter a driving player from the perimeter. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. Zach Levine only scoring, not doing anything else. I don't think it matters. I think, like, Papev can give all the effort he wants. I don't think it's really going to change that much. The Pistons outscored the Bulls 29-16 to in the fourth quarter. Jay Nivey had a good game until that last play. Bogdanovich had 34 points. Uh, and then on the Bulls side, you know, if DeRozan and Zach Levine are going to give you, what, 62 points? That, like, that will work. Mm-hmm. And Zach had 41, which is a great performance from him. And he had 10 assists as well. I mean, uh, no, he uh, it was uh, Beverly that had 10 assists. But... If you look at Zach Levine and his ability to get to the free throw line, seven free throws, uh, six of nine from three, it's like that's what we need to see from Zach like two months ago. Mm -hmm. And you're getting it now. You're beating one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Now you have a pretty tough test against the Suns coming up. And Ivy probably did the Pistons a favor. You don't want to win any more games. No. <laughs> you want to blow these games. You want a chance at Wimbanyama. Like, you don't want to, like, like everybody in Detroit's probably like, thank you, except for the team. It's probably like, thank you. We didn't want to win this game. We want to keep losing games. That's the idea here. Black and Abdallah. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Black and Abdallah in Fort Greene today here on ESPN 1000. We will cross talk with Carmen and Yurko in eight minutes right here on ESPN 1000. Thank you to Shay Norling and to Jake Cantu for producing today's show. Black and Abdallah will be back tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. All calls welcome. Friday night calls brought to you by the Chicago Hounds, Chicago's new professional rugby team. So we'll be back tomorrow night for an all calls welcome Friday here on ESPN 1000. Abdallah, what do you have over there? We have new words that are being added to the dictionary. We do. So dictionary.com is adding new words to their website, and it's based off of things that take place on the Internet. So the hmm. first word... Is called is bedwetting. What? Bedwetting. So this is a new term. New term called okay. bedwetting. All right. It's called when someone exhibits a emotional overreaction as anxiety or alarm to events, especially major decisions or outcomes. I feel like Shay Norling does a lot of bedwetting. He's not listening. I know he's not, which is why I'm saying this. <laughs> Shay Norling does a lot of bedwetting. A lot of dead team walking. Dead co- Worst decision I've ever seen in my entire life. Negative, Instant jail. Negative overreactions. Yes. The Kool-Aid man. Yes. No, okay, th- be fair. Instant jail. Instant not, jail. Not fouling up three is jail time worthy. <laughs> That is an instant suspension, fireable offense. Not fouling up three. That one, I'm rough.
Right. Side note, may I approach? Of course. Sign my ball? Yeah. Uh, Shay, did you get a talking to after that? Because you know that Cap and Izzo um, are very tight. No, I've talked to Tom before. It's fine. You went hard on uh And he deserved it. And you know what? He said post-game that was a piss-poor coaching job. So right. he can take yeah. the criticism. I imagine okay. having TCU last night. All mm. right. Uh, the next one. Oh, next term. Cakeage. What? Cakeage. What does that mean? Cake. Age. It's spelled cake age, C A K E A G E. Cakeage. It's like corkage, but with cake. So restaurants will now charge if you oh. bring in an outside cake. Like if it's your friend's birthday, the restaurant doesn't have, like, you don't want to get a whole cake from the restaurant, but there's like seven or eight of you. You bring in like a novelty cake or specialty cake or whatever. They will charge you a fee okay. to take it into the back, cut it, plate it, all that kind of stuff. Okay, that makes sense. And I've seen this in uh, real life. I've oh, seen it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, part of my family is very into uh, bringing their own cake for a celebration, right? Yes. Like uh, you're celebrating a birthday, you're at a restaurant, there's a cake that's made, mm-hmm. you bring it. I understand there's some effort from the restaurant that has to go into cutting the cake, yeah. supplying the plates Cake-age. and the knives and the forks. Corkage. Corkage, it. It. Okay, I've cake. seen it. Uh, the next that. one, I'm going to turn to Jake, who's producing the show today as well. Uh, the next one is dead ass. Oh. <laughs> dead ass. And it's not not dead team walking or dead coach walking. Jake, what does dead ass mean? You being for real? Exactly. Dead ass. Dead Genu- ass? Genuinely, sincerely, ah, truly dead it. ass. All right. That's what that's that that's a new term. Okay. That's a, that's a new term out there for the. I think uh, you're pulling an old in the way you're pronouncing it. By the <laughs> dead way, dead ass. No, oh, he's getting youth points right now. Yeah, thank you. You you dead producer walking. Yeah, youth points. All right. How about that? All or right. Nala. Uh, hellscape. hellscape. That's a new one. Hellscape. All a right. place or time that's hopeless, unbearable, or irredeemable. Yeah. Uh, like the Bulls. Yeah. A lot hellscape. of Chicago sports teams. Yeah. Sure. Hellscape. That's okay. a new one. Uh, let's see. Uh, petfluencer. Okay. That's an influencer that, uh, just that for their is pet. a pet. Yeah. Just for their pet. They do. They spend all sure. their time taking pictures of their dog, making sure the lighting is right. You got the, the good, the, the, all the little things that you're supposed to be promoting, all the dog food brands and everything. Yeah, of petfluencer. course. Yeah, petfluencer. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it out there. Is another one. Uh, let's see. Here's what Super Dodger. Super Dodger. A Super Dodger. A Super Dodger. I'm okay. not talking about someone that signs a lifetime contract with the Dodgers. Okay. Didn't uh, think that, but a okay. Super Dodger is someone who has yet to get COVID. Oh, really? Someone who in the last, what are we coming up on three years now? Yeah. Who has yet to get COVID. Is a Super Dodger. Is a Super Dodger. That's impressive. Yeah, it is. Now, I would say, are they testing all the time? Like, there's a chance that the Super Dodger probably had it. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that a fair assessment? And they just didn't know? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. All yeah, right. But there, there yeah. are super Dodgers out there. It's like the last of us. Yeah. Uh, the Those who get it, but then they're not that infected. Dead ass. So there you go, Shay. I gave you a little last of us. There you go. Right there. How Don't about you that? agree with the with last of us? I haven't watched the latest episode. You're not listening yeah, to what we're, we're not talking listening about. listening to the show. You're not listening. Oh, my God. Look, Yurko walked in with a Michigan dead State producer, pullover. Dead producer walking. He's talking smack on Izzo. Dead producer walking. Dead uh, And those are the new terms that are being added to dictionary.com. <laughs> Chris, I have a uh, kiss oh. of death. A little uh, hashtag KOD. A little KOD. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. That's right. Hashtag KOD. Yeah, that, that, that's it. Hashtag KOD. Yep. The kiss of death. And it's
brought to you by FanDuel. Right now, you can get a NBA on TNT no sweat same game parlay. That's whether you have a new uh, an account or you're new to FanDuel. Just sign up. Go to FanDuel.com slash Abdallah. That's A-B-D-A-L-L-A. FanDuel.com slash Abdallah. We're going to go with the Warriors plus three and a half against the Clippers tonight. The Warriors have the fourth best offensive rating in the NBA, and that's without Steph Curry. That's when he does not play, and that rating only goes up when he does play, and he could be coming back tonight. So... We're going to go with the Warriors plus three and a half tonight against the Clippers. That is your hashtag KOD, kiss of death. That was really good. That wasn't the sound effect. Yeah, you just. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. I was going to call that something, but I'm pretty sure that that would have been dumped. You so probably would I'm not going to yeah, say it. I'll tell you in the break uh, what, I, what I thought of. Uh, I think I don't think it would play. Okay. What I could call what you were just doing there with your mouth. I don't think it would play uh, that situation right there. Uh, Golden State, you mentioned the Warriors there yeah. in your uh, hashtag KOD. I did, I did. Uh, I was surprised the other night to see that they're fifth in the conference. And without yeah. Steph Curry, they've gone 500. They're 12 and 12 mm-hmm. without Curry this season. I I would have expected them to be in the situation the Lakers are in. Yeah. Battling for the playing game. Obviously, I mean, the Western Conference is like stacked between four and uh, like 13. Yeah. There's only like four games that separate the teams, but I was surprised last night to see that Golden State is fifth. And if Curry comes back, maybe if they could at least stay in that grouping, they might have a chance to do something. I don't know. Dead ass. Well, yeah, yes, yes. In your your hashtag KOD. Carmen and Yurko will join us next. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Eberflus. 